Last year, the Lord impressed it upon me to go to Antioch, whereby the Jews of Lord Mosom's place. And uh, somehow I wanted to say no because I knew that there would be factions and I knew things that would happen or transpire if you are in such a place. And not many people to go in God's place. But somehow we prayed and we believed, believed God to do his work in, in the place. So what we did, we organized the team and went into that area. And uh, the, the Holy Spirit gave us wisdom. Somehow. We, we collected a number of things, things like toothpaste and, and some things to go along with. So when, when we were there, we didn't begin by a crusade. What we did, we went knocking doors and talking, talking to people, uh, our intentions and, and why we, we are there. So in the pro process, we were, we were giving those gifts and so on. So somehow they responded, but, but others uh, didn't like it because they knew we are, we are Christians. And some they are Muslims, immediately they will tell you, oh, oh uh, we, we, we believe in Muhammad. And, and uh, others would say, well, we will listen to what you say. So we kept on until we rounded up the community. And uh, we said, said, okay, now what we can do is set up the loudspeakers and we will be great. So afterwards, you would see people listening from far off the first day. And uh, the, the second day, they little bit came closer and closer. Listen. Now, in that area, there was, was a Muslim clerk, they called them imams. This man had a daughter of about 15 years old, and uh, she was deaf and dumb. dumb. And, and she he thought wise to bring that girl to the crusade, to be, to be fruitful. That was a good plan. But in, in their intention, this is what they think, and, and this is what they had the plan. If they can, they can pray for this girl and she becomes okay, we will believe in what they say. They don't. don't. If they pray, nothing happens. They better be, become Muslims like us. Th that was, was their plan. So we are there in the meeting. And I see uh, Muslims, they came about seven of them bringing this girl. Not even ushers would stop them to come close. So they came very close to the pulpit. And they said, Preacher, I'm, I'm in the middle of preaching. Preacher, we want you to pray for this girl. She's deaf and dumb. But pray for her that God may bless her. I said, okay, just give me some few minutes. So I, I kept on preaching a little bit. I called those who want to receive Jesus. Some few came, I man will receive Jesus, and then uh, I said, okay, now the, the second thing we are going to do is to pray for this girl. The, the father has brought this girl to be prayed for. Who knows what God can do? So I said, now in agreement, we want to be in the spirit of agreement. This is what we are, we are to do. To show me that you are in agreement with me, I want, want you to lift your hands. That will show me we are praying, praying together. 
So, so everybody lifted up their hands and saw the whole ground was hands up. So I said, okay, now let's begin to pray. pray. And uh, in a few minutes, the ears of this girl began to, to hear. Because he began to point, telling, his, uh, telling the father, touching him and saying, say, which, which means she's hearing what is coming out of the loudspeakers. <laughs> and she was a little bit agitated and she, she was excited. And uh, now the father said, oh, I think there are works in her ears mm. <laughs> that she could not hear. The works had been blocked her ears. Because the loudspeakers are too loud, the, the work stopped out, and that's why she's here. <laughs> I said, oh my God. <laughs> I got amused with that. I said, well, whatever happened, but it was the fact if the work popped out and sharing, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because mm -hmm. it didn't did before, but it if the loudspeakers are it, wonder, wonderful. Mm. So, uh, but he said, oh, how about to, to, to talking? She's not talking yet. She, she says she, she's hearing, but she's, she's not talking. said, well, give God what time. <laughs> if he has, he has that, he, he will still do something. So, that the end, uh, and uh, we went where we were staying. The following day, they, they are the people to come right very in front to listen to the, word, to the word of God. So as they listened, because she's now hearing what we are saying and the preach pre the word of God, God she, she, you say, that's why I said, when I, I say praise, you say amen. 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 Every time I need to pray, praise the Lord. Amen. And the crew said amen. Amen. So we try to say, say amen. amen. She pr practiced all the, all the time. Until what's become to be real and more audible from her mouth. And by the, the time we winded up the whole meeting, this girl would, would speak some, some words which she had on the loud, loud speakers so clearly. And God glorified himself in that place. Amen. Pray, pray, God. People began to tell their stories. That in that place, in that community, demons or evil spirits have, have been uh, strangling them or blocking them at night and they could not sleep very well. But since the time we came, people have had good sleep mm. and some of them testified they have, they have seen angels visiting them. Some said, we, we have seen Jesus come to our room. Mm -hmm. I said, oh my, oh my God. Mm -hmm. so, so, one, <laughs> so one of, of, uh, one of the chiefs in, in the community said, preacher, preacher, I want you to continue to stay in this place. I said, said yes. Uh, he said, I have a plan. I have a big chunk of land here. I want to offer, offer you a piece of land so that you may build, build a church here. Because we didn't have, uh, they didn't have any church around. It was only the mosque. We want, we want you to build a church here so, so that people who get to know Jesus may come and worship in that place. So he gave us the plot 
And then in the every morning we would wake up, go and clean and make the foundation and do that. Everybody would come in with a, with a brick, with, with this and that, and uh, those who want to, to get water, those who want, want, I mean, until the time I left, the walls were already up for, for roofing. Mm. That's the, that, those, those are the pictures I showed. Mm. And I told them, well, I'll be, be back. I came to the States. But every time I call them what is happening on the ground, they tell me, many people are coming to worship God. Many people are believing in Jesus Christ. Christ. I said, this is a wonderful thing. I'm so grateful great to God that we obeyed the way into that area. Amen. Amen. That's right. To take Christ into that place. And uh, I'm believing God before I leave states in a few weeks' time that before I go, I'll have uh, enough money to put on the roof that, that when the rain comes, it does not come on the worshippers. <laughs> as they come in the house of God. So, so this is what I'm praying for. This is what I'm believing for. So pray with me, believe with me that something good happened. That uh, the people that have seen the Lord work into their lives may see that the glory of God continue in that place. I want... Uh, that's the who said she wants to go to Uganda. Just come here. Just come here. Just come here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have this letter. Some, uh, some little girl wrote this letter to me a few days ago. Not too long. And uh, it, it amazed me a great deal. I want this to read the read it, if you can find it, where that can be done. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this letter moved more to me uh, on shorts that, that this girl is 12 years old. And uh, she wants to be a mission. So one morning I, ca I came and told me this girl wants to go to, to Uganda. I said, My God, God. This is it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I said, this is the one she should read later. This, this girl, 12 years, years old, but she felt the urge and, and the burden of being a missionary. Uh, missions are not very easy. Being, being a missionary is not very easy. But uh, this girl, girl feels, she feels a call to go 
and mission work. And I said, this is wonderful. Whatever, whatever she had to speak, I don't know how she had, I don't know how, know how the Holy Spirit worked on her life. But if, if the Holy Spirit can work upon a 12-year-old girl, believe that, that way, to, to think that way, to, to pray that way, I believe that's wonderful. And I'm so grateful for this for this church that you, you are a mission-minded church, that you love to do missions. That's a wonderful thing because that's the heart of God. How I pray that the church increases and grows bigger and bigger for the glory of God. There are so many huge churches that, that don't even think out doing missions. Some are called missionary churches, but they never, never go to missions at all. But I'm so, so grateful to God for this church. You are not too big. You, are, you are already have a heart for missions. May God increase you. God continue to bless you greatly. Uh, as uh, the sister was sharing the, the video the other time, I mean, uh, in the first place, I remember the certain, certain girl uh, in a free will Baptist church I spoke there. And uh, this girl had a small jacket. It was, was called like this. So she had a jacket. And after speaking, when I was going out to remove the jacket, she had already written a note and placed it in the jacket. Me, I didn't know. But when I went, I went back to Uganda, uh, we gave that jacket to another little girl, maybe of her age, maybe because of the size. And this girl finds a note in the jacket. And she begins to read the note. She came to me and said, pray, pray for me, I want to get saved. Just like that. I said, oh my God. If a person I've ever seen can write this message to me, I need to believe on Jesus. And that girl got saved. And she's a wonderful girl right now serving the Lord. Those are some of the testimonies and the th things God is doing. You may think you are doing much, but God is using what doing to touch lives, to change life for his own glory and purpose. Uh, in Uganda, I preach for many hours. I know here I can't preach for many hours. I do it to go ahead. You will turn with me the word of God in the book of Matthew, chapter 6. And if you are in a position and you really want to stand up as we read the word of God, you stand up, up and read the word of God together. And I want to begin from verses 6 in the book of Matthew, 
chapter 26 and 6. Now when Jesus was in Bethany, the house of Simon the leper, there came to him a woman having an alabaster box of a very precious ointment, and the point on his, his head as he has at the meat, not a steak, but food. But when Jesus, when his disciples saw it, they had indignation saying, to what purpose is this is wet? For this anointment might, might have been sold for much and given to the, to the poor. When Jesus understood it, it he, he said to them, Why ye trouble this woman? For she has, has wrought or a good good a good work upon me. For you have the poor poor always with, with you. But ye have, have not me always. For, for in that she has, has poured this ointment on, on my body, she did it my burial. Verily I say unto you. So Eva's gospel shall be preached in the whole world. There shall also so this that this woman has, has done be told for a, a memorial of her. Or a spirit of God we ask you to today. Move upon, upon our hearts. Touch, touch us by, by the word of God. Heal us by the word of God. Lead us by, by the word of God. Encourage us. In Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Amen. You can take your seat in the grace of God. I, I want to use this, this very count of the scripture of which Jesus had already, already perceived there is, there, is, there is trouble awaiting for him in the pre previous verses that I saw. And he, he knew not too long he will be crucified or he will die. Now he made plans to speak last words to his disciples. To nail in his words so perfect that they, they would be forgotten. And not only that, to, to instruct them, to tell them that after he has le left, the disciples, now we call apostles, will be able to carry on the work that he has been, been doing. These very disciples saw so, so Jesus. Being lifted up before all of them, and he, and he was taken up in heaven. And they, they were so amazed at sight of how it, it happened. But the angel comforted them and spoke to them and said, The same way you've seen him go, that's the same way he's going to return. Mm -hmm. So that was a confirmation even to them that someday Jesus is going to, to return. As the church today is waiting 
for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, according to the word of God we've just read, Jesus was in Bethany, or Bethany. The word Bethany means the house of figs, or fig tree, whatever it is. Jesus was there, and he thought it wise that he should be in the house seated together with his disciples to have a meal together with him and understand very important things. Now, I've realized that many people, if, if they want to do big deals, all they need to do is to take somebody maybe to a good restaurant. <laughs> and then they order the good food. They begin to eat while talking. Those, those, those. <laughs> Jesus had the system. I, I know we I know, but and we will have to eat. <laughs> so Jesus made this very plan. But he didn't go to a fancy restaurant. He prepared all they prepared this meal in the house of, of somebody whose name is Simon. The name of Simon, as described, means somebody who weavers the reed. It's not a ball. That's, that's what the, the name means. So in the house of Simon, another name added to a leper. Now, we see Jesus always just in various churches doing great, great things and miracles. Healing those who are blind, opening their eyes. Those, those who are lame, makes them walk. In the day, they rise. Now, is in the house of, of Simon the leper. The, the whole reason why they put the skin name being a leper, which means maybe the disease that, that he has not stop. stop. Mm -hmm. That's why say Simon the leper. If, if he was healed, they, they, the Bible should have described Simon the healed from le leper. But it looks is a continuation. Maybe he's still, still sick with his disease. Now, a bit to places where the lepers. Uh, uh, leprosy is a, is a terrible disease. Mm -hmm. it, it cuts off limbs or parts of the body, even when, when you don't realize. Just like that. Lepers don't have much to do even to clear themselves, if the hands, they, 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 are, they are chopped off or, or the eggs or whatever, they don't have much to do, do with their bodies or to clean up all this and that. Which means they must, they must be smelling a lot in a way because they don't do much cleaning themselves. Maybe even they don't even clean, they are, they are not they aren't even to clean their homes or their house or whatever. Now, Jesus makes a plan to be in the house of Simon the leper. And not only to sit there, but even, even to have a meal right there. That is something. In such a place, 
Maybe me you wouldn't want to eat food. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is comfortable. To have a meal in a smell house with a person who is a leper. And leprosy is so much, much contagious. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it can catch out. But Jesus is not worried about that. So the meals are prepared. And they, they sit on the meal. I believe the disciples were also so not very comfortable of what was going on. Maybe uh, some of you have never been to places where by, by, uh, you don't feel even comfortable to if somebody offers you something, you don't feel like even taking a bottle of water because it looks not good, not clean, nasty somehow. But the meal is prepared and they eat. Maybe Jesus blesses the meal and uh, they begin to eat. And as he's talking and talking to them, what, what is to transpire after? They have crucified him or whatever. They, they have buried him or he has left for heaven. And the disciples are listening while eating. There comes an invited guest. She wasn't invited at all. Her name in this chair is not described. The Bible calls him. And that's it. So our woman comes in. With an alabaster box, we can't know, know exactly the intent, the purpose, the plan before scripture tells, tells us. So she comes in, sits maybe right in the corner, corner, listens to what Jesus is talking about, listening to how Jesus is instructing his disciples. Listening what is going to transpire, what, what is happening on his life. She tenderly listens and she stands up, takes her bottle of ointment, falls behind the Jesus as, as he's in, and pours it on the head. Breaks and pours it in the head of Jesus. Now, now, during that time, or, or even now, if from all men assisted, it, it would be odd for our men just to stand up and goes another man and do some whatever she did. Of course, Many questions would rise. Why? Why? But it because it was done on Jesus, the disciples took it easy. <laughs> I was in uh, it one time. I'm going to speak. And, uh, in Africa, we are not, not used to this. And uh, after the service, I'm just right, right there at the lobby. So every lady comes out, kisses me four times. 
Oh my God. Not once, not twice, four times. This was not easy. One time, I was in another church preaching, and uh, another brother lifted me up. I said, oh my God. I thought I was heaven enough that, that somebody could lift me up. I said, oh my God, what is, what is this? Now, everybody is wondering about Jesus, what has, has happened on him. But more than that, they begin to wonder about, about the fragrance, the aroma in the house, which means the aroma, the perfume, has covered the entire room. And they have even, even forgotten about the smelling or the stench of, the, of that house. And they begin to say, whoa, this kind of aroma, aroma is not common. Must be for, for the kings. Must be for somebody very important. And they said it must, must be clear enough. So, they begin to talk about them uh, within themselves. They say, if we sold this, it could have fetched a lot, a lot of money. And it would have given a lot of poor people, poor, and they would have been okay. Jesus is listening to them also while they're talking and they back and forth. And, and Jesus said, oh, oh, come. Why are you bothering this issue? Leave her alone because she has done a good thing. I believe this woman was listening and Jesus was talking about but the disciples did not take it to heart. They, they didn't know exactly what Jesus was talking about. How many times do you come to the service? The preachers preach out of, of heart. But sometimes you, you go gone out without even Remembering the text or what he preached about. The woman took it wholesale. She real realized what Jesus was speaking about. That he was going to be crucified. He was going to die. And this many things are going to happen. But this man did not think about that. Maybe for them, their minds were far apart. And that's why she stood up and said, let me pour this anointment upon Jesus. How precious it was. It is considered to be a lifetime investment that she had, she had invested that alabaster upon Jesus. And because it was so expensive, that's, that's when the talk began amongst the disciples. Oh, so, so expensive. This is a waste. Now think of this. Their master, somebody has done a good thing, 
and, and they are calling it a way. That is something. Jesus tells them she has done her best. Done a good thing. Good thing. And, and to me. And, and how many times we live, live in the world of confusion, of misunderstanding. How many times do, do we do good, good things, good, good deeds? People begin to misunderstand. Because this world we are, we are living in. The disciples was, could have said it anything because, because it was done on, on their matter. But they complained. Said no. Could have been, been done for others, not him. Well, as he was their master. He was the rabbi. He was the savior. But Jesus confirming she has, she has done good things. I love when you do certain things others misunderstand. But, but God in heaven says, well done my child. Amen. You, you have done a good, good thing. Amen. When everybody says, oh, oh, oh you should, should have done that. You, you should have not done that. that. The Father even says, yes, mm -hmm. you've done, done a good thing. Amen. So, <laughs> this woman maybe sits back again and listens and go on, whatever is going on. And Jesus begins to say, she has done a good thing because of a purpose. And they begin to listen, what purpose? Depicted in my body. When they wake up, they begin to know, oh, which means that Jesus was talking about that he's going to be crucified, he's going to die, he's going to be buried, he's going to... Was it true? Somebody outside us who has just come in, we cognize it and realize it, that this is, is going to happen. And that's why he has been on it. She has depicted my barrier. And everywhere she will go, or everywhere that God, that God will go, be preached. She will be mentioned. Mm. Now, it could have not been so difficult to, re to realize that the precious ointment, on, even on the claws of Jesus, because it began from the head, mm. is going down. Now, as a manner of Jesus, he used to go to the gardens to pray and so on. Which means if it was the time to arrest him or do anything or kill him, kill him it could have been more easy. Uh, the intensity of the fragrance of the, the aroma. If somebody is in the gardens in, in the or in the evening, it intensifies. You do for instance, here, wow, somebody important is here. Mm, somebody important is here. Mm. So it could have been more easier for him to be arrested or be killed in a, in a way. Now, Je Jesus was arrested. Of course, he didn't have, have time to wash off the, the ointment. He was arrested, taken to, to Pilate. 
and everybody would come around and smell. Whoa, this is not ordinary. The kind of perfume that he has is not ordinary. He must be a king. So they arrest him, put him cross. He dies. Joseph of Elmasiah gets the body, puts him in the tomb. Now, this is what I realize. He was also on the cross together with that anointment. This woman was, and was so wonderful. She did something good. That woman, she didn't ask Jesus anything. She didn't come to say Jesus all this and that. No. She came to make good because of what, what was coming upon him. Upon him. To, to lift his spirit. To worship him. To give him glory. How many of us that come to the house of God and give him praise. Worship him. Love on from him. Glorify him. That's what came. She didn't ask anything. Mm. But glorify God. Amen. Now Jesus, Jesus is in the together with that aroma. And then I realized some other women also saw. Say, oh, oh, we don't, we don't want the body of Jesus to, to smell. So we need to do, do is to go, go and anoint him and anoint body with man and all the, all the spice. Very early, early morning, they wake up. And the top with all those, those spices, aromas, so on, on, to go and anoint the body of Jesus. Now, this is what I know. This is for must have, must have come late. How you wish they did when Jesus was still alive. It could have done a, a great impact on Jesus. But after he's in the grave, that's when they, when they want to come and bring all the spices or the aromas and whatever, the, the mouths and, and so on, anoint the body. Now, two, two things. Do you want to anoint the, the body of Jesus or you want to anoint him when he's still alive? There are people today, I tell, I tell for this. Please, if you want to, to give me those, those sweet roses, don't bring them on my casket, on my, my grave. Mm -hmm. It is a waste. Mm -hmm. But if you can bring them to me, when I can still smell them, mm. and I can say, thank you, mm. that, that's a beautiful thing. Mm, come on. Wow. <laughs> These women, what they did was to go, go the tomb of, of Jesus with all those spices, but it was, was late now. How I wish they did it before. And the angel comes up and tells them, oh, please, it's no longer amongst the dead. He is alive. Amen. They go back with their spices, and the message they have is to tell 
the disciples his his men. That was a good message. <laughs> but they missed one thing to anoint Jesus. Mm. Though they say the message is alive today. They missed to make him feel the fragrance. The salve, sweet salve of the anointing. I flew flew time from here in the States to go back to Africa. And uh, I used another airline. I never passed this, that route before. And uh, we landed in an Arab country, which is called Qatar. The airport is called Doha. And uh, at the airport... There are all sorts of people who do business. And uh, some of them, they say, uh, gift, gifts. They call them gifts. And I say, oh, oh, gifts. I thought they are going to give me a free gift to take like home. But it wasn't so. So the uh, girl comes, nice dressed, having those bottle perfumes. And he says, oh, this is a gift. I said, yes. Uh, she said, smell them. She sprayed on my hand. One, and I smell, smell. Whoa, it smells beautiful. I, I said, if it is a gift, if it's a gift. And she brings another bottle, sprays it on another. I said, smell it. Oh, I smelled it. And uh, I, I said, okay. So what is it? it? said, yeah, we are selling them. I said, okay. Uh, name your price. And she named, named the price. I said, I said, whoa, I can't afford that. Uh, somehow I said, well, uh, next time. She, she said, yeah, next time when you come through this airport, yeah, you, you, you can buy it. Now, this is the trick that they use. Because perfumes are very, very strong, they know, they know it takes you time to think of them. Every, every time of this. Oh, you'll never forget, forget the smell. I know some, some, some fumes that are very, very strong. That it can last for a longer time. You can pass pass yeah, here, even up, up to the road, road and you can, can still feel. You can, <laughs> you can still still smell. Now, so next, I, I, I get into my lane, and then we head to Africa. Oh, in Tebe, you get, you get. My wife was waiting. <laughs> the first thing she realizes is the perfume. Ah. Let me get the perfume. I said, well, I was at the airport. And a uh, girl sprayed this, this perfume me. And uh, she, she was selling. She said, whoa, oh, this perfume is great. You bring them a perfume. I said, oh. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, uh, we, we went home and, and uh, I took off the clothes and so on. But how powerful that perfume was. The, the entire house, you would still feel the perfume. 
somehow, because maybe I, I, I did this or this or my clothes or something like, like that. So when the clothes were inside the house, you'd still feel the perfume. So it, it lived in her mind. <laughs> she, she remembered to saw the perfume all the time. By the time I was, I was coming back, she said, don't forget the perfume when you come. I said, whoa. So it's the trick we use. That next, next time you have to remember how to take the perfume. Because it smells so good and it, is, it lasts for a long, a long time. I believe exactly this is what ha- happened to Jesus. The perfume lasted for a long time on him. But one point, somebody said took time. To break it on Jesus. There are other perfumes which don't smell much. For a time, they are, they are gone. But this one lasted for a long, long time. How about the picture about the other one, which is not very powerful? But she made a choice to bring exact what could lift the spirit of Jesus. What to, what to encourage Jesus. And that's what she brought upon her head, upon his head. I believe today we're in a position whereby we can break alabaster boxes on the head of the master. Every time we can break that alabaster box on Jesus. But there are those who say, no, I can't do that. When we come to worship, when we come to praise him, we are breaking those alabaster boxes. Amen. When we give, when we give others, we are breaking those alabaster boxes. Now, Jesus made this statement. That everywhere the gospel shall go, this woman shall be remembered of what she did. Even when her name is not mentioned, but the act mm-hmm. she did is going to be remembered mm-hmm. for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. How, how I pray today in our lives that when we made something that is everlasting. That it has to, to be remembered for generations. Uh, the Jewish people call, call it a legend. Anyhow. That do something, something that is good. Impact other lives that want to have to remember one man that has, that has made impact even on his grave. His Billy Graham. That even in his casket, still, still people remembered how much he impacted lives. Now, Billy Graham, like any other, any other pastor, like any of us, but he made a choice, he made a decision to lives for, for the Lord, to, to impact lives, to change lives. 
I believe any one of us can make a decision to touch your lives. It is all about Jesus. It's all about what he It's all about, about the kingdom of heaven. We have problems problem today that we, we are sons of the self the selfish kind of generation. This is this is this is it is I, me, me, and so on. So, so selfish. But I pray that the Holy Spirit may, may help, may lead to be more like Jesus. Touch lives the way Jesus did. Jesus will never ever walk again in this world preaching. But he has you and, and me. This, this month is a mission month. How I pray that may the Holy Spirit remind us, teach us how to do, do the will of God. And his will is to see People change. We depopulate hell and we populate heaven. We, we make heaven rejoice. We make the Father, Father rejoice. I believe, believe one day Jesus is going, going to stand. The Bible records this. That the king shall stand one day and those on his and those on his right, and this is what, what you say. You my right come because you're blessed the Father. Enter your rest. And on my left, depart from me. Go into damnation. Where Satan and his demons are going to be. Now, take for example, those two troops. We are looking at one another as the master is talking this, is saying this. I believe one person on the left will begin to say, I know you. We used to stay in the neighborhood together. We used to go in the same restaurant. We used to do this together. But you never, even a single told me, me about you. About his loving kindness, about his mercy, about his grace. How I, I wish you did should have not been condemned. I know you got to your rest, which has been prepared because you're already assured of heaven. But but inside of you, you'll feel oh, I wish I did what I should have done to reach person and tell them about, about Jesus, mm. about the, the kingdom of heaven. May God help us. May we be encouraged that the things that you do today do not stop here. They go all the way to everlasting. Mm. Amen.
everywhere that the gospel shall be preached, this woman that we've talked about, that's a beautiful thing. Even, even if name is not mentioned, even if she is not, not by anybody else, but as long as she has reached there, her name is there. Her life is there for what she did for Jesus. This is what, what I normally say. What you do, you do today, somebody in Africa feel the fragrance. Noise. Somebody in the state loves me. Somebody says praise me. Somebody in the state cares for me. And in return, somebody there who has Jesus will begin to pray for you here. That's all about the kingdom of God. You might say, okay, okay I'm thinking for Af Africa, but who knows? More Africans might be proof for the state. Yeah, come on. That's right. We, we need it. And we, we have reached time. You may, may not know, but America needs more, more prayer than ever. Mm -hmm. Written a book, book Mary stands in need of prayer. These are not very easy days. They take praying men and women. And how the president today somehow tries try to surround himself with people prayer. Because he has realized the task ahead of him is not easy. Church, the community may not help the church, but, but the church will help the community. The government may not help the church, but the church will help the government. God bless you.